Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Tuesday, January 17th. I'll be reading Romans chapter 1 in the New International Version. At first, when you're reading Romans chapter 1, you might say, how does this have to do with sin? But just wait to the end of the chapter and Paul starts discussing the wrath of God being revealed in the wickedness of people that they do not um, follow God. They can see God's invisible qualities in the earth, but they choose to go their own way. And that is the way of sin. And so God gives them over to their sin. Um, So the beginning of the chapter talks about Paul's ministry and also his connection with those in Rome. Romans chapter 1, Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God. The gospel he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures regarding his son, who, as to his earthly life, was a descendant of David, and who, through the spirit of holiness, was appointed the Son of God in power by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through him we received grace and apostleship to call all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith for his namesake. And you also are among those Gentiles who are being called to belong to Christ Jesus. To all in Rome who are loved by God and called to be his holy people, grace and peace to you from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. First, I thank my God through Christ Jesus for all of you because your faith is being reported all over the world. God, whom I serve in my spirit in preaching the gospel of his Son, is my witness. How constantly I remember you in my prayers at all times. And I pray that now, at last, by God's will, the way may be opened for me to come to you. I long to see you so that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to make you strong That is, that you and I may be mutually encouraged by one another's faith. I do not want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, that I planned many times to come to you, but have been prevented from doing so until now, in order that I might have a harvest among you, just as I have had among the other Gentiles. I am obligated both to Greeks and non-Greeks, both to the wise and the foolish. That is why I'm so eager to preach the gospel also to you who are in Rome. For I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, then to the Gentile. For in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed, a righteousness that is by faith from first to last. Just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. 
since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. For although they knew God, they neither glorified Him as God nor gave thanks to Him, but their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being, and birds and animals and reptiles. Therefore, God gave them over in the sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshipped and served created things rather than the Creator, who is forever praised. Amen. Because of this, God gave them over to shameful lust. Even their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. In the same way, the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another. Men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. Furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind, so that they do what ought not to be done. They have become filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, greed, and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. They have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy. Although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death, they not only continue to do these very things, but also approve of those who practice them. Thank you so much for listening along as we read God's word together. Here in verse 25, it says this about sin. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie. And they worshiped and served created things rather than the creator. That is in the essence of sin, what sin is. It's exchanging the truth about God for a lie. Think back to Adam and Eve in the garden. The serpent was trying to deceive them about who God was. And they wanted, the serpent wanted Adam and Eve to believe that God was not trustworthy, that he was holding back from them something that would enhance their lives. And oftentimes when we sin, we think, why would God hold this back from me? Um, It will bring me happiness. But ultimately, we know as believers that what brings happiness is following God and His plans for our lives. I was also struck by the fact that their sinfulness led them in two directions, according to verse 21. They neither glorified God nor gave thanks to Him. And so what a a helpful um, kind of 
what's the word I'm looking for? What, uh, a helpful corrective. And so what a helpful corrective for us to be a people who are glorifying the name of the Lord, finding a song in our heart to remind us of God's goodness, and then to give thanks to Him. We haven't done the alphabet of Thanksgiving in a while, but maybe today we'll just spend some time meditating on God's goodness together. Will you pray with me? Father, we do want to glorify your name. You are worthy of all praise. You have created this world and you sustain it in the midst of sinful humanity. Lord, we ask forgiveness for the ways that we do not glorify you with our lives. And we ask your continual transformation in our hearts. We pray for forgiveness for our lack of gratitude if it lies within us. We praise you, Lord, for waking us this morning, for making us aware of your presence, for helping us to pursue you through your word. We praise you, Lord, for the provisions that you have given us in the material aspects of life and also in our families, in our communities. We thank you, Lord, for Mount Brook Baptist Church. We ask, Lord, that you would continue to bless it. We, we praise you for blessing us in this past year financially to be able to make um, our budget and also um, personally as we have grown in, in, in you. Help us, Lord, in these coming days to, to flourish in you. We pray specifically for the women's retreat that is this uh, at the end of this month. And we ask, Lord, that you would be at work in our midst, continuing to help us to see you fully in the face of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, in whose name we pray. Amen.